Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Hey everybody, welcome in. We say hello to you on a Wednesday. The storms vacating the metro on their way east, and we appreciated the rain. Now, if we can just get a little bit of cooler temperature and get the humidity out, everything will be great. Uh, speaking of great, we've got a dynamite show lined up for you today. Oh, look at that transition. Thank you. It's why you they, are a professional, Jim It's Brinson. why they pay me the big bucks, partner. Uh, Rob, whoa, 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 whoa. They pay you big bucks? <laughs> well, okay. Maybe. What do I got to talk to you about that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 1225, Rob Howe, Hawkeye Nation, will be our guest. One o'clock. Uh, Trent has uh, once again outkicked the coverage as he has got Phil Steele on at 1 o'clock. We will go toe-to-toe with Phil Steele coming up at 1 on college football and at 140, Matt Snyder, CBS, Major League Baseball, the inimitable voice of the one, the only Trent Condon in the house. How are you, pal? I'm doing well, Jimmy B. And uh, yeah, we got our old buddy J.P. Richardson. Yeah, he's going to come in, right? Yeah. Uh, J.P., as you know, is a high school umpire, well, collegiate umpire as well. Right. But does a lot of high school games in the area. And this year has been a change. We get the story of John Swanda. Want to ask him about him, the Roosevelt kid taken in the third round. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, it, it's incredible to see these young guys and guys that I've called so many of their games right. succeeding at such a high level and being drafted at that spot. And it looks like Swan is going to be moving on and, and starting up his professional career. That's Hard amazing. to turn down that kind of money. You can't, you can't turn that down. You can always go to school. Can't make that kind of jack. Absolutely. And uh, get that kind of signing bonus. But we'll talk about that a little bit today, Jimmy B. But also, I wanted to bring JP in just because there's been a change in high school baseball, not just at the Iowa level, but across the country, as they have adopted a pitch count for pitchers across the board. For years and years, it was innings limits. It was... You were allowed, and I can't remember offhand. I want to say it was 15 innings over the course of a week. Mm-hmm. You were allowed, if you pitched seven on one day, you could only pitch two uh, over the next consecutive, whatever it was. But it was strictly innings. Well, Jim, you know baseball. Yes. There's some innings where you can get out, bang, 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 yeah. four or five pitches. Yep. Three up, three down, we're gone. You're, you're out of the inning. Yeah. There's other times an inning takes 30, 40, 40 minutes, 50 pitches. It takes 30 or 40 minutes. You know, just to get through yeah. it. So. This makes more sense for them to go to this. Okay. But uh, JP was telling me earlier, and I'm going to talk to him about it, the uh, the unintended consequences that sometimes can happen. Well, now you have, if you're not playing a big conference game, you know, in the CIML you play doubleheaders. Right. So you got to have your one and two on Monday. You play Monday, Wednesday, conference doubleheaders. Mm-hmm. So there's four good pitchers right there. There you go. And say you're playing a non-conference game. On a on a Thursday, on a Tuesday, even over the weekend with those weekend tournaments, well, you got to save your top level arms. Now, this is leading to more and more coaches having to develop a staff. There's a lot of guys that haven't pitched in a long time out there. Well, that turns into you look at some of the games: seventeen ten, twenty two fourteen. These are baseball scores that are happening at the high school level, sure, because you have kids out there that just haven't pitched in a while. Now, they haven't pitched since they were in Little League. Mm-hmm. And they're out there having to pitch in varsity just because they're running short on arms because right. of that and because of these pitch limits. So we'll have a conversation, kind of go back and forth on that a little bit with JP. Always a fun guy to talk to. You've met is. JP a number yep. of times. He's and, fun. And love talking baseball with him. And it, it harkens back to doing a high school game. 
It was a sub-state game. I was sitting here in studio afterwards doing a scoreboard show. Okay. And basically all the scores were coming around from the state. Who was going to sure. make it to the state tournament? And there was one game still out there, and it was north of here. And all of a sudden I look over at the phone as I'm giving out the scores and saying, we're waiting for one more team. We'll be able to get the brackets when this game going on. And it was JP. He was calling in? He had called umpired a game oh, here in okay. the Metro. Wait a minute. So you have you have a guy who umpired yes. the game. He's, umpired a game. Yeah. He wasn't calling you from the game. He was driving home. Okay. <laughs> and he he lived north of town at the time. And he was going up by Huxley. And that's where the game was happening. And I want to say maybe Boone was involved. I can't remember exactly who it was. But the two teams that were still playing, JP calls in. I just, all right, let's put him on the air. So I put him on the air, and he was giving us basically play-by-play of the one game <laughs> left in the state at like 10.30 at night. Now, this game had started at 7 o'clock. It was in the 13th, 14th inning. Yeah. And he's giving us play-by-play as it was happening as he saw That's the great. lights illuminated. He's like, well, I got to see what's going on over there as he was driving home. Ball game still happening. So he went over there and gave you play-by-play. Play. play-by-play. That's awesome. That's, that's when I first uh, talked to JP, met him afterwards. A great guy. And that's a guy that absolutely loves high school baseball. You're right. Like right. I do. So two peas in a pod. There no you doubt. go. That's, that's good stuff. Uh, speaking of baseball, and you were talking about the, the Major League Baseball draft, mm-hmm. uh, you get a couple of guys that uh, got drafted. Uh, we thought that for sure Jake Adams was going to go, and he did. The Astros grabbed him. Mason McCoy also going mm-hmm. uh, off the board. He went in the sixth round of Baltimore. Uh, you have to trust me. The baseball draft, when you say the sixth round, don't they have like 310 rounds in baseball? It's pretty close. It's something it's like, like 40. It's unbelievable. 40 rounds. Unbelievable. So both those guys, uh, you know, get selected mm-hmm. uh, from the Iowa team that, uh, you know, went to the NCAA tournament. Yeah. So that's that's pretty good stuff right there. You know, it'll be fun watching both of these guys for, for different reasons. Adams, you know, we got to see in just as one season the kind of power that he had. And a, a guy that the story that we've talked about before on his way to play at North Dakota, North Dakota shuts down the program and he ends up in Iowa city for a year mm-hmm. and, and just what a season that he put together. I was reading a scouting report from, I think it was baseball perspective, might've been baseball America, but regardless, and a scout had told them pretty much any organization that he will join, he will be one of their top three power prospects across baseball. That's what kind of power he has. Now, will it translate? The The difference between the metal bat and the wood bat isn't as big of a difference as it was back in the day. That's uh, not the big gap that it was back in the 90s when they first started to come out with some of the ridiculous bats. Sure. And they changed now about six years back to, uh, to the current construction with the BB core bat, and you don't have that same kind of transition that is as difficult. But Adams, if he can translate, because... He is strictly a first baseman, mm-hmm. and a lot of people think probably not even a first baseman. He's strictly a DH. Right. We've seen David Ortiz, mm-hmm. Edgar Martinez. We've seen some great ones, but when you're pigeonholed there, you got to be really, really, really good. good. Yeah. When you have no defensive flexibility, a you half the teams in the league are cut off from you. Right. And then you couple that with. You got to be incredibly good. So Adams will be fun, and then Mason McCoy, a guy that bounced around, played a bunch of different positions. He did. He's been around that program over the last three years. Always liked that kid. To me, he has the feeling of a guy that's just gonna—he's gonna find a way to do it. You know, that's—it seemed like that's what he did at Iowa, and it seems like at this level, it's gonna happen for him. 
will he ever turn into a star? I don't think who, so. Who knows? But a guy that you see maybe starts for two, three years in a major league team and then is a bench bat sure. you know, for three, four years after that, and you look up and Mason McCoy it, played it, in the league yeah. for six, seven years. Yeah. I, I could absolutely see that out of him. And six-round draft choices, all draft choices in right. baseball. Right. It, it is an absolute crapshoot, but... I've always enjoyed that guy. Defensive flexibility, mm-hmm. good contact guy, a little bit of pop to his game. Uh, McCoy will be another fun one to watch. John Swanda, the uh-huh. Roosevelt kid that went third. Right. There's a lot happening. Daniel Tillo, who I saw pitch, oh, man, he, he was in high school, obviously. Okay. I think it was over at Dowling Catholic, if, okay. I, if, I, if my memory serves correctly. And uh, he came over, and you just saw the pop of this kid. And I saw him play basketball. He was Mr. Basketball in the state his senior year, but never was a great athlete. He said, oh, yeah, nice basketball player. He could play maybe not even MVC, maybe a step below. Okay. Might be Summit League, something like that. Okay. And then you see him play baseball. So, whoa, okay. okay. That, that's his kid's now sport. Now I get it, yeah. That's his kid's sport. And he goes through, and he's the, the first kid selected out of the state of Iowa. He went in the third round and uh, was at Kentucky, came back, went to Iowa Western, and that's where he was drafted out of. So, pretty cool. Those guys, yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Um, before we get to, uh, in case you missed it, and mm-hmm. the highlights from last night, and I know that. Oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you, the Minnesota Twins have just added the extra point. Oh, that was fun. After last putting night. up twenty runs, we'll get into <laughs> all of that in a moment. Uh, did you get a chance at all last night to watch the thirty for thirty on the Celtics and the Lakers? On ESPN. Did I you see did some of not. that? I haven't seen it. It's on the DVR. Okay. It's on the to-do list, but uh, last night last night was volleyball night, Jimmy B. Oh. Not only that, but your it, favorite of my friends, Crackhead. Yes. It was his birthday. Get out. So uh, they he? came over for some pizza and oh, a cocktail man. afterwards. Oh, boy. But and we were watching did. the twins. Oh, okay. Watching a documentary with, you know. Uh, three, with Crackhead, yeah. With three two-year-olds, Crackhead. Yeah, it's not going to work. And the rest of the crew not wasn't gonna working work. out. Yeah. The, but you will see it. I'm telling you, watching it. And they had part one and part two last night. Part three is tonight. Okay. And it just bring it brought back so many memories because I lived it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you ran to the television set every time those two teams were going to play, and they did save the NBA. Uh, Magic and uh, Larry Bird saved the NBA and put it essentially on the map on television. Mm-hmm. They really did, and you forget that even back then. The finals were on tape delay. When Magic had to play center in, in place of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, that was a tape-delayed game. Yeah. wasn't live. <laughs> it's so crazy, It isn't is it? crazy. I... I know. When you think about it now, and the ratings, by the way, for this last five-game series between Golden State and Cleveland, off the hook. The numbers were spectacular. Over 20 million people. They won the night going away. So it's, it, you, it's difficult to fathom. Back then, on why on on the difference now and the way that we love sports so much, sure. And even though there were a lot of us who were involved in it, and, and I and I lived that era big time, it's totally different, Trent. What it is today than even what it was in the mid eighties. Mm-hmm. It's you can't you can't. It's apples and oranges. You just can't imagine the the difference. But what was so cool is is when it opens up 
They're on the train, on the elevated, which is heading right into the old Boston Garden. Okay. From the hotel where we used to stay, used to take that train all the time when I would do a game at the old Boston Garden. And it just brought back memories. I told you, didn't I, about what I was doing? At that time, they were the Washington Bullets. Yeah. And I was doing a Washington Bullets game against the Celtics. And Robert Parrish gets in a fight with Tom McMillan. And Bird and Ainge are in the middle of it. And I'm working the game with Wes Unseld, and they kind of end up tumbling to the floor where we were broadcasting from. And Wes Unseld stands up, and he's still got the headset on, and he's yelling at Danny Ainge. Danny Ainge, you're the dirtiest player in the league. I'm going to kick your ass. And I'm hanging on Wes's arm. He's got to remember, he's 6'8", yeah, 300 you're, you're pounds. not going very far. No, I'm just hanging on his arm. Wes, Wes, we're live on TV. Wes, sit down. This is all going on on TV. <laughs> oh my god that brought back memories that was so much fun and doing games in the old forum and you know here's the one thing I, I was looking at twitter and people are saying well lebron took off and he went to miami and played on a super team no he didn't they had three stars just like in cleveland they had three stars the super team is golden state with that fourth star that's the super team and here's the difference Look at the Celtics and Lakers from the 80s. Are you telling me that was considered the best front line in all of basketball? Parrish, McHale, Bird. Mm -hmm. That's not a super team? (laughs) Are you telling me that Magic, James Worthy, and Kareem? Mm -hmm. That's not a super team? Damn straight it is if you want to go in that direction. So don't be saying, oh, you're playing on a super No, you're not. You had three stars. Golden State had four. So this having three stars on particular teams, that's not really the case because it's happened in the past and nobody said anything about it. Okay, I'm done. The greatest uh, what moment, I thought, from uh, after the game, the press conference, LeBron saying that he's never played on a super team. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> come on. Come on. I know. Uh, yeah. I know. Yeah. But, it's, but if you equate it to what we just saw with Los Angeles and Boston in the 80s, Mm-hmm. Nobody equated those guys as super teams. Right. They were just the best teams on the West and the East. That's mm-hmm. it. No, I got you there. Yeah. Okay, what do we got here? Well, I, went we got on, quite, I went on a tirade. That, that is A-OK, and I, I am excited to watch that documentary. Yeah, it, it's, it's terrific. It's, uh, yeah, something that I, I'm very excited about. I told you, you know, when we first initially talked about this, what, a week or two back? Yeah. You know, the component that I was wondering about... Did they talk about the racial component at all? Yes, very much. Yeah. Yes, the racial component is front and center. Because yes. for me as a very young, I, I was 87, I was 7. Yeah. You know, but but it seemed that way even to my 7-year-old mind, and I wondered right. if they went down that road. Good, good to La- see that they did. Last night, it, it ends, part two ends uh, uh, recapping the 84, the first time okay. that Bird and Magic meet. And that racial component, mm-hmm. and also with Bird finally beating Magic because they hadn't played against each other in a meaningful game since the uh, college championship game. Right. No, I got you there. Okay. Yeah, uh, that'll be cool. It's, Looking it's forward very to that. cool. It's very cool. But my TV was locked and loaded to the baseball last night. Okay. And uh, pretty good for the locals. Let's the start. The uh, Twins have just kicked a field goal. <laughs> Donald Ikwe Bikwe <laughs> knocks it through the uprights for the Vikings. Oh, uh, no, no. D- different one, different one. Well, let's start right there, Jimmy okay. B, because let's go. it was oh so good. 20 runs out of my yeah. team. Yeah. Oh, here's a funny thing. 
I'm talking with a friend, another uh, Twins fan. Okay. And it is up to 12-5 at this point. And neither of us, no joking, neither of us felt that confident. You didn't feel comfortable at 12-5? I I had just seen them a week and a half before blow a 7-2 in the eighth inning. You're right. You've seen this bullpen, Jim. You've heard me complain about this bullpen. Yes. This year, even at 12-5, where most anybody, if you're a fan of a baseball, a major league baseball team, you feel like you're in good shape. I didn't. Now, when it got up to 19-6, it was a little bit different and finish up 20-6. to Let's take a listen, though, of the big bopper of the night, and that was Eddie Rosario. Good youngster, good defensive player. It showed some pop, hasn't developed quite as much as a hitter as you'd hope, but last night uh, he developed he was in a popping. big way. Yeah. Five homers leading the Twins to 20 runs on 28 hits. We'll see what Rosario can get done. A drive to right center field. This is deep and gone. And the Twins take the lead. Twins take the lead as Rosario delivers a two-out, two-run bomb to right center. Runner at first runs as Rosario skies one deep to left center field. Gamble back. Gamble at the wall. That is gone. To the bullpen. Rosario to right center and now to left center. And tonight, the Twins score 10. Ruiz getting a chance here to pitch to Eddie Rosario. And the 1-1, a drive to right center field and deep. Eddie Rosario, a three-homer night. The seventh Quinn to hit three in a game. Three home runs on a four-hit night. And the five runs bad. Not too bad on Eddie Rosario. 20 runs out of the Twins last night after a hideous night the night before. They come back and beat the Mariners 22-6. We go from the Twins and a big offensive explosion to the Cubs. You yesterday were saying, what is Madden doing? Rizzo batting leadoff? I, oh, I said, hey, I told you I broke the news here after I just saw it on the uh, on the cap show out of uh, Chicago. Well, that's not really Rizzo, breaking news. Well, it was breaking here a, on this show. Oh. I was passing the information along on this show because we had just come on the air. Starting off the game in style. New leadoff man, Anthony Rizzo for the Cubs. Anthony Rizzo, the leadoff man. Big Rizzo did it a couple times in spring training, and uh, on one occasion he went up there and ambushed the first pitch and hit a home run. 1-0 pitch. Hit in the air to deep center. And it will go! How about that? Okay, second pitch. Yeah, I wonder how many guys in that dugout called that one. Perhaps even Anthony himself. Nobody beats the Riz! (laughs) (laughs) Wonder how long he's been waiting to say that. He's been holding on to that one for a while. But it wasn't just the leadoff homer. A big second inning. Wilson Contreras, Ian Happ with the Grand Slam, and more. Here's how it sounded. The big second inning last night from the Cubs. Rizzo with the bases loaded. Ball four. Cubs lead again. Great at bat. And a drive out of the left center. It's a Grand Slam. Ian Happ makes it 6-1. This is his last pitch of the game, I think. And it's a fair ball into the left field corner. Bryant will score. Good looking start there out of the Cubs, and uh, having Lester on the mound helps as well. He was really good last night. He was. He was. Look, uh, everybody is like freaking. Even Kaplan in Chicago is like falling off a bridge. I was listening to him the other day. Oh, woe is us. Woe is us. Just shut up. 
Jeez, it's just the middle of June. Come on. You're playing in one of the worst divisions in all of baseball. Nobody can get out of anybody's way, and they're going to be fine. I mean, look, it doesn't even really get serious till after the All-Star break. They all count, though, Jim. I know they, all, they count, all count, but everything is muddled together, so you got nothing to worry about. Nothing. Unless you're not playing very good baseball at the end of the year. Then you got something to worry that's, about. Well, that's problematic then. Sure. So that's why you even, would hope that you're, with this team, yeah, with this I know, talent, I know, I know. that you're better than playing 500 Even ball. Cincinnati has, uh, what, only a few games back, like three, three They're, and a half. Cincinnati's yeah. I, mean, I know, but I'm just saying, Pittsburgh has played played their way into this. Uh, uh, I know they're they're not they're not really in the equation. I get it, but still everybody was freaking out. Just chill, okay? Just it's going to be fine. I keep telling everybody that. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. You believe in the talent. Yes. I kind of subscribe to that as yeah. well. We finish up in San Francisco late last night, Kansas City out on the left coast and the Royals. The Royals got a big decision in front of them. Mm-hmm. What they're going to, to do. do. Yeah. As we talk about the National League Central not being very good, the American League Central is the same kind of it thing. It is, right? I, I've told you I still don't believe that the Twins can hang on, but here we are now. We're uh, at Ju- middle of June. Right. And they're still there. If the Indians, though, much like the Cubs, don't go on that big run where they you know, go 22-6 and six over sure. a month, you know, something like that, it's there to be had. The Royals, a lot of veterans there. They're playing much better, but for the long-term sustainability of the organization, it's probably the time to make some moves. Vargas has been ridiculously good. Yes. The guy throws about as hard as you do, but he's out there, and he's, <laughs> he's doing incredibly well. Lorenzo Kane, we know he has value. Hosmer, Moustakas, Moustakas, who do you right. move? All these different guys. But you're, only, but you're within five games of the lead. You are, but even if you win the division this year, is that team, with the struggles that they've had in the bullpen, yeah. with the struggles that they have across the rotation, offensively limited as they are, is that team winning a World Series? They're probably not. In a market like Kansas City, it's different, where you have to think down the road. You have to think two, three steps ahead. That is true. It's not just about the here and now. Yeah. And that's why I think it's going to be incredibly compelling as we get up to the trade deadline. Kansas City might be the most compelling team to look at in those terms because if there's two within, ways they can go. If they're within that five-game range. Right. Yeah. Another yeah. win last night, a big Six inning out of the Royals as they put a six spot on the board. Down the line, that's a base hit. Moustakis will be held at third, and the Royals go up four to one. From the belt now deals, and a swing, and a little looper down the right field line. On the run is Pence diving. He can't make the play. Into third with a three-run triple. Whit Merrifield, and the Royals lead it seven to one. There you go. I love Whit Merrifield. I just love you that like guy. You like that He's awesome. They got a lot of blue pits. <laughs> they did. I mean, shots that come off the handle of the bat that just loop over the second baseman's head. You got to, you know, sometimes it's better to be lucky than good in baseball. That was, in case you missed it, presented by Wolf Construction Roofing. Looking for a replacement of the roof or just a small leak? You can get it done with Wolf Construction Roofing. Give them a call today or find them online at wolfconstruction.net. Coming back on the other side, we're talking Hawkeyes next. It is Wednesday spot. It is Rob Howe from HawkeyeNation.com. He joins us, Jimmy B and TC from the Big Talker, 1700. 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. 
Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. 1700 KVGG wants to bring a prime Father's Day to your top pop with a top pop basement, backyard, or barbecue upgrade giveaway presented by GNL Clothing. That's amazing. Go to 1700kvgg.com and enter to win a $4,000 upgrade. Whoa! Did your dad pick a man cave makeover, a brand new spanking grill area, new lawn care equipment? It could be his pick with a top pop basement, backyard, or barbecue upgrade. Sponsored by GNL Clothing at 1700 KBGG. Surprise Dad with clothes from GNL Clothing that he'll want to wear and save yourself some cash. Right now, get the lowest price of the season on Carhartt Original K87 Work T-shirts and Force Performance T-shirts. Or buy two pairs of Wrangler pants or shorts and get a $10 rebate by mail. And don't forget the Department 1917 bargains. Make Father's Day great at GNL Clothing, 1801 Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday nights till 8. This is Rob Doheny with Next Generation Realty. Welcome to the best real estate market since 2008. Why pay those overpriced 5, 6, or 7% commissions? Next Generation Realty offers a flat fee as low as $39.90, and you get top exposure on Zillow, Trulia, plus all the services of a licensed real estate broker. The results speak loudly. We've saved our home sellers over $35 million. Call Next Generation Realty first. Two Two four ninety nine hundred save thousands. Tom's Auto Sales, we're a one-stop shop for all brands of cars, trucks, and SUVs. At Tom's Auto Sales, we have great prices and a great selection of the best quality used vehicles around. Visit our website at tomsautogroup.com. Tom's Auto Sales. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. 
All right, everybody, welcome back in. Rob Howe's going to be hang out with us here for a little bit. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mill Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Rob from Hawk Nation, we say hello to him this afternoon. Hello, Rob. Hey, Jim. Uh, let's kind of dive into the uh, big announcement uh, just the other day, the uh, Tiger Hawk being uh, placed in uh, midfield. For you, is is it uh, about time, and what took them so long? Yeah, that's enormous. That is enormous news in June that they put the Tiger Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's all we got. <laughs> I know. I know. I was talking to Trent off the air about trying to come up with things to write, and you guys come up with topics to talk about on the air. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's definitely something that the fans have been, you know, pulling for for quite some time. Uh, you know, it's one of the things, like with the painting the water tower, it's one of those things that comes up a lot. Uh, you know, in discussion of things they would like to see happen at the University of Iowa athletically. And uh, I think it was a smart move. I mean, it's good branding. Um, it's probably been overdue. They were changing the turf, so it made right. sense. So, yep. um, yeah, it, it's a good move for them. And, and I think it uh, made the fans happy, and that's always a good thing. Was Ference against it, or and that's why it wasn't done before, or just it just never came up? You know, with knowing Kirk, he's indifferent to that type of stuff. Um, I don't think it's something he held up or purposely didn't want to see happen, but I don't think it would be something he would champion either. Um, he's not a guy, as you guys know, that's big into alternative uniforms that, right. that the fans like. But, um, you know, I, I think he's got bigger fish to fry. Um, I'm sure if they went to him and said, hey, we're going to put the Tiger Hog at midfield, he'd probably just shrugged his shoulders and said, all right, that's cool, and moved on. <laughs> so it'll be between the 45s, not a monster logo, anything like that, like you see at some football fields. Still overall a pretty basic look to things over there, and I, you have to figure that Kirk has some influence. So, Rob, what are people going to complain about now? Is it just going to be still with the water tower and, and painting that thing over by University Hospitals? Yeah, probably the water okay. tower, and I did hear complaints that the Tiger Hawk at midfield wasn't big enough. Yeah, oh, I don't know if wow. they wanted to, yeah. to take up the entire field <laughs> yeah. or what, but oh, it's, I love it. <laughs> baby steps, though. We take things a little bit at a time over here, and then uh, maybe someday it'll be a, a massive Tiger Hawk and a water tower that's painted, and then everybody will live and in, in, you know be able to rejoice and, and live in harmony. Uh, I want you to know that we did uh, slip the university our logo for the Jimmy B and TC show on the water tower. I just want you to know that. I'm sure for a fee you could get it up there. I'm not sure what that fee would be, but I'm sure it'd be steep. Yeah. It did say it, it did say guest every other week, Rob Howe. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm not chipping in anything. You're not getting me that one. <laughs> We're talking with Rob Howe, Hawkeye Nation, with us on the Draft House 58 Hotline. Hey, Rob. Uh, couple of things let's go to the baseball yesterday a couple Hawkeyes selected in the sixth round uh we see Adams he's making his way down going with Houston and then uh Mason McCoy uh he'll be with Baltimore both those guys uh well for McCoy we know he is gone because he was a senior and Adams no chance that he'd be turning down what's going to be offered to him right I would doubt it, guys, and I think he has a little leverage by the ability to return to college, mm -hmm. so he'll probably get above. I think the, the number I saw on MLB.com was around 250 uh, for his pick. Mm -hmm. um, I think McCoy's was around 225, 230, something like that. McCoy may be, have to take a little bit under because he's a senior, you know, a senior draft, but I would imagine uh, with Adams having some leverage, he'll, he's got, 
he'll be gone. I, I can't see him coming back. Right, right. Uh, when when you watch these guys play and the run that they made just to get to the uh, NCAA tournament, uh, it, I mean, it's pretty amazing because I think most people felt who were at least in tune to the baseball team that this was not going to be a year that was going to be an NCAA tournament team. No, especially when you lose Eldred. You know, your number one pitcher out of the gate, you lose him and you know, Nick Gallagher steps up as your Friday starter and was big. Ryan Erickson pitched well, uh, you know, in, the, in that second hole, and they were able to kind of piecemeal things together on Sundays. Um, and that really was the question mark. You know, what, what would be the that, – I, th- I think they thought they would be able to hit okay, um, but pitching was definitely the question mark. Um, and then Ryan marching out of the bullpen, it was just tremendous. So um, they, got the, they got what they needed out of the arms – um, and then the hit, and then hitting that, although they thought it would be good, was a lot better. I mean, nobody saw what Jake Adams was going to do. Nobody saw that coming. And Robert Newstrom just continued on a tremendous freshman year and had a had a really good season this year. And then we mentioned McCoy and Whalen and um, you know down the list, it was just guys. And they were clutch. It was a really clutch team. You guys saw that when you watched them in the Big Ten tournament when they needed a big hit or a big you know pitch to get an out, they got it. Is there uh, an opportunity here for for Iowa, starting with Eldred, you know, a guy that was expected to be the ace this year, for them to come back and be favorites in the Big Ten preseason, top maybe not 25 team, but kind of receiving votes nationally. Do you think Iowa will have that kind of expectation level going into next year? No, Trent, I think it'll drop down a little bit. I mean, Gallagher got picked today, I think, in the 16th round. I would expect him to come back. So if you've got Eldred... Um, you know, and Gallagher at the top of your rotation is provided Eldred comes back healthy. Um, you know, that's a really good one too, and I think that'll get them. Um, and then Newstrom coming back, but you lose Adams, you lose McCoy, who was just a really good shortstop. It's going to depend on some young guys, like they did this year. They just have to hope that you know the lightning they caught in the bottle this year with with people stepping up, and and that's what you hope that that Rick Heller has built. Um, enough of a foundation here that you just reload instead of having to rebuild all the time. And that's kind of what the hope is, I think, in Iowa City. Rob Howe is our guest, Hawkeye Nation, right here on the Draft House 50 hotline. When you sit back and you assess the season, and Trent just and you just talked about Heller, have you heard if his phone has rung at all? I'd be surprised if it hasn't, Jim. I have not heard anything specific. Okay. Um, a lot of times this stuff happens after the World Series is over, but, I mean, there's some SEC teams looking for, for coaches, and I would think that Rick has some leverage in the negotiations, and he probably should be bumped up some. He's rebuilt this program to a point now where uh, fans are paying attention to it, fans are taking notice of it, where, where as they weren't before, it was much more of a niche sport. It still is a niche sport, but there's, right. there's much more fan interest. Um, I haven't heard anything, but it wouldn't surprise me if I'm trying to think of some of the schools. Is Alabama looking for a yes. coach or Arkansas? Yep. One of one. I knew it was one of the A schools in the yeah. SEC. Yeah, I think Alabama Miss, is. Yeah, yeah they, they Mississippi, hired. Coach. Oh, they did. Okay. Oh, did they? Yep. The Mississippi or uh, South Carolina? Did they hire a new coach yet? I think they had to let open. go of their coach. That's open. Yes. So there, you know, there are possibilities out there, and let's face it, we've I've talked about it with you guys before on here. Baseball and cold weather states, you're only going to get so much. You're only going to get, you know, so many resources in terms of recruiting and facilities. Um, you know, if, if the, the deal was sweet enough, as much as Rick likes Iowa and wants to keep, see this thing through, um, Iowa's going to have to step up to the plate, I think, if they want to keep it. Is he early 50s in age, right in there? 
I think Rick is probably mid-50s, okay. somewhere in so, there, I mean, but you I mean, may he, be right. Okay, but he's still got a lot of baseball left in him, is my point. And if somebody's going to offer him half a mil uh, to jump, uh, I mean, that'll set you up. You get a five-year deal at half a mil a year guaranteed, you're in pretty good shape. No question, Jim. I mean, he's a lifer. I mean, he's yeah. worked his way up the ladder through, you know, smaller programs, and now he's at a Big Ten program. And Big Ten baseball is getting more recognition. It's getting better. Um, it's, you know, uh, the, the schools are putting, you know, with the big contracts and the Big Ten network and all that, they're putting resource, more resources into baseball. Um, so the money will be there. Um, it's just a matter of how much. And I think Iowa will. I mean, if I had to, if I had to wager on it, I would say they will invest in the program because they don't want to go backwards from here. They saw what it was before, and if you're not if you're not going to invest in the program, why even have them? Right. So uh, from that, let's jump over to some hoop stuff. i got a couple things here. I want to start with the recruiting angle, a kid that we've talked about a lot over the last couple of years here locally from Des Moines North, Tyreek LaCour. You had an a interview up with him over at Hawkeye Nation, Rob. He picked up a couple of offers so far this summer. Drake, North Dakota have come along. Still just a, a sophomore going into his junior season. What's the interest level right now with Iowa and Tyreek LaCour? Um, yeah, I got to see him at the courtside films camp at Cedar Rapids Prairie High School. I watched uh, about two or three of his games on Saturday, and uh, it's a hard place to evaluate, you know, from my perspective, because <laughs> the NBA All-Star game defense looks stingy uh, when you're watching them. These guys kind of go through the motions of these camps, but um, he's a talented kid. I know you guys have seen him play, um, and I think Iowa he definitely is interested in him. Um, they've offered two or three other point guards in his class nationally. Uh, Francis, the kid out of Columbus, Ohio, is one of them. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with him with Thad Mata going. I mean, I think with his dad and mom playing and being Ohio State grads, I would still call them the favorite, but it'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, what, what happens with his recruitment. But I think he's right on the cusp of an Iowa offer, Trent. Uh, I, I think it's going to depend on how he looks in July with Mocan Elite. I mean, they're at the Peach Jam, so he'll get a lot of exposure there. Um, I think more offers, offers will come, whether it's Iowa or other schools. I think he's going to get a, a nice uh, group of offers in July um, because he's playing on a, a marquee, with a marquee program that I think was 22-2 and two or something in the spring season. So he's, got, he's on a real good team, so that'll give him the exposure he needs. I think I was heavily in the evaluation process with him, um, and I think depending on how they feel in July, um, there's a good chance they could pull the trigger probably sometime in the end of July or in August. Um, let's kind of move around to the uh, PTL. They uh, suspended it from Monday night for the draft. They're apparently going to have it tonight. Uh, do you, can you give us a little more info on that? Do they finally have enough players that are going to participate, or do you know? I have not heard. Um, uh, as far as I know, they felt like they were comfortable enough going into tonight that they will be able to draft, but that stuff's real fluid. Um, it's not a good sign for the league, guys. Um, it's a league that's kind of, I don't want to say deteriorated, but it's gone down in the, in the level of play and, and the competitiveness, I think, you know, as time has gone on here. I remember the first summer I covered it was 98. Um, and, you know, you had guys like Brad Lowhouse and A.C. Earl coming back from the NBA to, to play in it. Um, and, it was a, and, and it's been good through the years. Uh, Reggie Evans came back at times to play in it. Um, but it's hard because the high school kids can't really play because of the AAU season. 
Um, they can play you know, two or three games, um, and then they're off in July, and most of the league takes place in July. So it's hard to get kids, uh, you know, like, a, say, a Patrick McCaffrey or a Joe Wieskamp or something like that, some guys that would really help the league. It's really uh, – Jared Utah played his – going into his senior year, I believe it was, but he played like two or three games. Marcus Page, those guys were willing to play two or three games, and the league was willing to, you know, use those guys for two or three games and maybe later in the playoffs when they came back. That may be something they want to revisit. Even if you can't get a Patrick McCaffrey for the whole summer, even if you can get him for the beginning and the end of the league, it might be worth looking at because – if it goes on like this, I can see you and I saying, ah, it's not worth it for us to drive down there as many times yeah. you know, during the year and maybe pulling out of the thing as well. So um, hopefully they can revise it because I know the or, or keep it going and revive it because I think it's really good for the fans. And I'm looking forward to seeing the, you know, to see Luca Garza and Jack Nungy on, yeah. on Sunday. Fans, you know, and I know a lot of the fans are as well. Okay, do fans still show up for it, though? Oh, yeah, real good crowds. Okay. I mean, the gym's packed. Okay. Yeah, that's not a problem. I think it's just trying, finding players. A lot of the players, as, as the rest of us have, have gotten older. You know, you think about Duez Henderson and Jason Price and a lot of those guys that continue to help that league out. Those guys are all like mid to late 30s now. They can't run up and down the floor like they used to. I certainly can relate to that. Mm-hmm. One uh, more for me on the basketball front, Rob. I'll let Jim finish up with you here. Uh, Tom Izzo the other day talking with Jeff Goodman of ESPN, talking about the possibility – he thinks it's going to happen sooner than later. A 20-game Big Ten conference slate, I'm all for it. I'm going to guess you're all for it as well? Love it. Uh, if, it can, if we can reduce the Coppin States and the you know yeah. Texas San Antonios of the world, I'm all for it. I think two more conference games would be great. I think it would be better for TV ratings. I think it's better for attendance. Um, I, just, I don't see what the drawback would be other than teams padding their NCAA resumes with cupcakes, but... Um, I, I think teams are learning that they can't do that as much as they used to be able to anyway and, and be able to get into the, the tournament. Will coaches be against that because they won't be able to play uh, a, a nobody? No, I think, Jim, they could probably, you know, in terms of building, I don't want to say building it into their contract, but I think there'll be an understanding between the athletic directors and the coaches that, hey, we're not playing, you know, the money games anymore um, or as many of the money games anymore, so it's going to be harder. Um, and maybe I just hope that the that the fallout from it, if they do do it, isn't re, isn't the reduction of say the and that, I don't think they would get rid of the ACC Big Ten Challenge or the Big East, you know, the Gavit games or things like that, or those tournaments that are happening in you know November or wherever in the warm weather places. Um, hopefully, it wouldn't reduce that type of competition where they would just take. Those those games away, add the Big Ten games, and still continue with the Coppin States and the San Antonios of the world. Always good, pal, when we catch up to you. Now, make sure that you uh, go and find out who's going to paint that water tower. Make sure our name gets up there. I'll tell them the check's in the mail. Thank you, buddy. You got <laughs> Thanks, it. Just, 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 like, just like yours is. <laughs> See you, man. Thanks, Rob. Rob, Rob Howe, Hawkeye Nation. On the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. It's always fun with him and pretty good information as always mm-hmm. uh coming from rod that's why we love having him on the show uh quick break have you noticed what do you got who is going to be the participants 
on the resurrection of the Battle of the Network Stars athletic competition. I saw Mike Greenberg's one of the hosts. That yes. is all that I've seen. You got you got a list coming up for I, me on I the other do, side? I do, and one of them was a guest here in our studio. Wow, how about that? Just goes to show you how big time we are, pal. Well, uh, okay, maybe. We, we, we'll see what the maybe. name is coming up. Also, it's big. At 1 o'clock, don't forget, Phil Steele will be yeah. here. We'll be talking college football with him. Jimmy B's got a little surprise for us on the other side, then Phil Steele. As we roll through from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios, it's Jimmy B and TC. Hey, Des Moines, I'm Dave Ramsey. Join me every Monday through Friday from 9 to noon. Courtesy of Mediacom Careers on 1700 KBGG. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Ace is having our biggest craftsman sale of the year, just in time for Father's Day. Now through Monday only, find over $600 in savings on our best craftsman products throughout the store, including hand tools, power tools, tool chests, outdoor power equipment, and more. Hurry in now for the biggest craftsman sale of the year, only at your local Ace. Sale ends Monday. Offers valid at participating stores and include instant savings for Ace Rewards members. See store for details. You'll remember the times you eat at Sam and Gabe's. Why, you ask? Because each meal is prepared and crafted with the finest ingredients by Sam and Gabe's experienced chefs. Well-known in Central Iowa for steaks, handmade pasta dishes, specialty pizzas, and, of course, the incomparable Steak de Burgo. Join them in Urbandale for dinner, Sunday brunch, and live music, or dine with them for lunch or dinner in the East Village. Private event rooms are also available. Reserve your table at salmongabes.com. You'll remember the times you eat at Sam and Gabe's. Guns and Jeeps. Only a Grand Slam hitting apple pie baking star spangled bald eagle on the wing is more American than that. Grab your piece of America at Brownell's second annual Jeep Meetup. Bring your Jeep or other 4x4 to Brownell's Gun Store on Saturday, June 17th at 2 p.m. The sweetest off-roader there will win a serious prize. Also, enter to win a gun and hang out with Brownell's adventurers, the wild YOLO and the Jeep called Yeti. Get to Brownell's Jeep Meetup on Saturday, June 17th at 2 p.m. I-80, exit 182, Grinnell, Iowa, USA. Guys don't really talk about antiperspirant. Despite that, 91% of Dove Men Plus Care users recommend it. Here's what they said. It blocks the, you know, perspiration, I think is the fancy word. It's comfortable. Uh, <laughs> it smells nice. My girl likes the smell. Well, it's, it, I, I don't, ah, it's hard. I think it's quite masculine. Uh, my underarms aren't the worst thing at the gym. It's kind of like the Hoover Dam from my armpits, I guess. Dove Men Plus Care Antiperspirant. Tough on sweat, not on skin. At Lowe's, we know pros need to give 110% every day. So we'd like to return the favor. 
This weekend at Lowe's, pro customers can ask to save 10% when you use a Lowe's credit account. That's 10% on purchases in store and online. Because Lowe's believes that when you give 110% every day, you should save 10% whenever you can. See Lowe'sForPros.com or the Pro Desk for details. Offer valid June 16th and 17th. Subject to credit approval and can't be combined with other credit offers. Exclusions apply U.S. only. 1700 KBGG backs the blue, and we'd like you to back them too. Each week, go to our website at 1700kbgg.com and nominate an officer who does an outstanding job. Tell us why that officer deserves a special salute. We'll select an officer weekly, share their story online and on the air, and present them with a special certificate. And bring their department some Brugger's bagels. Help back the blue at 1700kbgg.com. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Jim Brunson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG, live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody, welcome back in. Afternoon baseball game underway right now. What inning are the A's and Marlins in there, Trent? They are in the bottom of the fourth to all the A's and Marlins fans. That That's are a monster kids. game. It's, it's a huge... Jim, I told you during the break, there can't be 3,000 people Well, in the we haven't seen a wide shot we yet of the stadium. But there can't. There can't be. They don't draw flies as is. No. Even with the beautiful new ballpark. Yes. They don't draw anybody. Wednesday afternoon, you're in South Beach... I want to go see the A's play. Well, if it's raining. If it's raining. If, no, I they said, don't have a roof there. Though. Yeah, they do. Oh, they do? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm so saying if it's, air if it's raining, yeah, you can jump into <laughs> okay. the air conditioning and watch a little game if it's pouring that's, rain. That's, that's and they have had a lot of rain there in the last couple of weeks. Why would you know that? Uh, just because I know things. No, because you watch the Weather Channel like an old man all day. I don't watch the Weather Yes, you do. I just know stuff. You do. You sit, you watch the Weather Channel. You watch the ticker right. to see how your stocks are doing. We know what Jimmy B does. You're a standard old guy, and that's okay. No, I'm not. But then you sneak out and have a 7-7. Seven seven. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do that. Um, After you make oh, sure your stocks did all right. Yes, if my stocks are good, then I'm gone. Then I know I can afford one. Then he could have two. We to- <laughs> It's one of those two nights. <laughs> then I got to call Uber. The... Uh, the the thing that we talked about coming in, yeah. And by the way, Phil Steele coming up at one o'clock. You won't want to miss that. That's right. Uh, the resurrection of the old show, The Battle of the Network Stars. Mm-hmm. And this was a fun show when it was on originally. Howard Cosell used to host it, and Frank Gifford. Well, now they're using Mike Greenberg and Joe Tessitore. And I think Ronda Rousey's part of the okay. coverage. All yeah, right. I think she's in on the deal as well. So these are some of the stars. It'll be on roughly in about two, two and a half weeks. I think on Thursday, the 29th of this month. Mm-hmm. 
some of the people that will be on. Danny Bonaducci. Oh, goodness. Vivica A. Fox. All right. I'll tune in for that. Kevin Sorbo. The old Hercules? Yes. <laughs> yes. And then he was also in one of the Walking Tall movies. Uh-huh. After, you know, uh, the resurrection of the original Walking Tall was Joe Don Baker. And then The Rock redid it. Okay. And then Kevin Sorbo did a did like Walking Tall 62 or whatever, whatever one it was. You're moving away from my lane. I don't know what you're talking okay, about. Okay, fair enough. Yes, the old Hercules, Kevin Sorbo. But you know who else is on? Okay. A guy who was a great guest here in our studio. A guest in our studio. And it was probably six, seven months ago, and he was here in town. Tom Cakert? No, not no, Tom, no. no. Alex no. Halstead? Wasn't him either. No. Nope. Okay. Wasn't Rob Howe either. Phil Steele? No, it wasn't Phil. He's coming up at one. Who you got? Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> the Incredible Hulk. The original Incredible Hulk. Ferrigno was in our studio. We yeah. had a great time with him. He's a good guy. He's a great guy. Yeah. And so those are some of the people that are going to apparently be on the first offering of the Battle of the Network Stars. Well, that twist your buttons enough to make you <laughs> check it out. Uh, not exactly. No. Okay. That, the, not a whole lot of excitement there. For that one. Did they get bigger stars than oh, that back I, in the day? They did. They had, yeah. they had current ones. You're right. Eric Estrada. Will that make you tune in? Ponch. Yeah. Ponch is From on. Chips, From right? Chips, yeah. yeah. No, no. The original Ponch. They're... The problem is they're bringing back network stars from when this was a show in the 70s. Yes. Get us something at least a little more recent. Well, these were the people. Well, Vivica A. Fox is recent. But... Is she a network star? I don't know. I don't think Danny I Danny Bonaducci from right. Partridge Family and and Happy Days was he on Happy? No, 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 uh, no. no that was a you know, Partridge Family was Bonaducci. Yeah. Good God, I wasn't even alive and I know this stuff better. Yeah, than you do well, and I lived it. Lou Ferrigno, he's in great shape. He is. He'll crush your hand. Yo, he will. You shake hands with him, man. My hand like just. Whoa, Lou, can I have my hand back? Engulfed by that thing. Unbelievable. Well, we got college football talk coming up on the other side. The incomparable Phil Steele will be with us. We'll talk Hawkeyes. We'll talk Cyclones, Big Ten, Big 12, and we'll take a look at the national seed. All coming up with Phil Steele, the magazine on newsstands coming up here in uh, just a few weeks. And uh, also a way to... Get involved and get the magazine in front of you right now on your desktop. We'll tell you about that with Phil coming up a little bit later on as he will kick off the hour. Next, Phil Steele with us, Jimmy B and TC from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. 
This is Rob Doheny with Next Generation Realty. Welcome to the best real estate market since 2008. Why pay those overpriced 5, 6, or 7% commissions? Next Generation Realty offers a flat fee as low as $39.90, and you get top exposure on Zillow, Trulia, plus all the services of a licensed real estate broker. The results speak loudly. We've saved our home sellers over $35 million. Call Next Generation Realty first, 224-9900, save thousands. Why trust the parts pros at Advance Auto? Because if there's one thing they know, it's parts. Thank you for calling Advance Auto Parts and Battery. This is Taryn. I can help you. I'm wondering if you guys do battery installations? Absolutely. It's free of charge. Do you do wiper installations too? Yes. That is also free of charge. Wow. All that's free. We also do alternator and starter testing for free. Wow. You guys pretty much do everything. Uh, Yes. Any chance you guys handle dry cleaning? Uh, Well, not quite everything. Advance Auto Parts. We know everything about auto parts. And now get a $20 Speed Perks reward with any battery purchase over $100. Also at participating CarQuest stores. The Western Edge has a special sweet deal thank you gift for your years of support. Right now, buy a ticket to the Big Country Bash, and the Western Edge will give you a second ticket absolutely free. Availability and time for this offer are limited, so you have to hurry. It's a special two-for-one ticket deal courtesy of your friends at the Western Edge. Log on to 1700kbgg.com now to take advantage of this awesome sweet deal on bash tickets from the Western Edge. Two-for-one. The Big Country Bash, Sunday, June 25th at Living History Farms. Looking good, Mr. King of the Hill. Mr. DXL Shopperman. Mr. Sharp Dressing. Confidence oozing. Style swaggering fashion stud. Looking good. All the brands you love, waist size 38 and up. DXL, you're looking good. This Father's Day, give Dad the perfect fitting, move-with-you gift he can live in. What if there was a toy store for dads? It would be called the Home Depot, where this Father's Day you can get him a new Weber Genesis 2 gas grill. Choose from two to six burners, multiple colors, and great prices starting at only $499. When it comes to great grilling, every dad deserves Weber. Doesn't yours? Be Dad's number one fan with a new grill from America's number one Weber retailer, The Home Depot. More saving, more doing, while supplies last. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. 1700 KBGG kicks off your morning with On Air with Doug, Jen, and Victoria. I would want all of the police force to have everything that they would need at their fingertips. Just because they say that they need it, that's enough. We need it, so please get it to us. And they give you the hometown scoop with Monk and Kelly. I didn't know you had a clothing line. Yeah. Is it really made of bacon? It's got the official bacon yeah. stamp of approval. Smell so you're of not approved. scratch and sniff. News from around the globe with Westwood One On Air 